Hello, everyone. Uh, I have to be fast because uh, I have to get out of here by nine. <laughs> but on this occasion, what what today is supposed to be? Was that New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, how many New Year's are we gonna celebrate? Uh, did we do it already? No, there's someone coming. Another one coming up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but since it's a very arbitrary thing, we can choose whatever, whatever to make New Year's New Year's. Mm -hmm. So we've decided collectively to make uh, uh, today New Year's Eve, and tomorrow we'll start, uh, another year is supposed to start. So and that's when people think about uh, start thinking about what they've done, what they promised to do, and what and uh, how much of what they promised to do, how much of it have they done. And usually that's the time people get depressed <laughs> <laughs> because of all the things that they promised to do that they didn't do. And I've reached a point where I don't make promises anymore because I'm tired of disappointing myself. <laughs> uh, so uh, I guess it's a time to uh, um, look back and also the time to look forward to decide what to sort of decide what we're going to do. Uh, but since we're supposed to be Mahayana people, and since we're supposed to at least uh, Mahayana aspirants, not aspirants, <laughs> then we have only one resolution, <laughs> and that resolution is, you know, to become a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings. That, that, that's your sole resolution, and that's the only commitment that you have, that you have to be concerned about. Okay. And everything else should uh, be something that supports this. And there isn't really just one thing that supports it, and, uh, in the sense of you have to find that one thing, spend the rest of your life looking for that one thing, so you, so you can support your practice. As long as you have that determination, as long as, have, as, long as you have that commitment, Automatically, whatever you do becomes something that supports it. Okay, so if if you're concerned about you're not doing the right thing, maybe you have to go back to the commitment. Is the commitment strong enough? If it's strong enough, if it's there, it will transform your activities. It will make them into uh, supporting causes for uh, uh, for the Mahayana ideal. Okay, so. Uh, with a little bit of time that we have left, we are going to we're going to focus on our, this commitment, the Mahayana commitment, and see how uh, not necessarily try to uh, develop bodhicitta tonight. That's going to take some time, uh, but just think along the line of bodhicitta. Okay, uh, think of it. Think think of it this way. Start with your own condition. The, the reason that made you uh, aspire or wish to transcend whatever it is that makes you want to transcend, think about it. Think, think about it in, in a way that creates a, a strong urge within you to, for, that, uh, that, for that aspiration to transcend. And think of others who are caught up in that same situation. Think of those who are close to you, those who are uh, 
um, people that you've heard about, and think about situations that are happening right now on this planet, in this world. Think about conditions that you've witnessed. And you know, ever since uh, all those con things that, that you've experienced, that you've heard about, that's uh, brought up that sense of frustration, that sense of uh, I need to, something needs to be done. And when you feel that frustration, when you feel that need, something, uh, that, uh, that strong need that there's something needs to be done, then you, then you make the commitment. I promise, I commit myself, I'm determined to perfect myself, to perfect the practice of, 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 of being skillful in my behavior, mm -hmm. to perfect the practice of controlling my mind, to understand the nature of reality, to become a fully enlightened being. And when you say to become fully enlightened being, don't let those be just words, fully enlightened beings. Let that be a reality that you're aspiring after. And uh, whatever your, what, in whatever way your mind can hold on to it, whatever way your mind can uh, feel that it's real, then hold on to that. Okay? And you're going to keep going back and forth. Ho uh, go to, a, go to a, a, a specific situation, build that momentum. And when you feel that sense of frustration, that sense of something has to be done, then with that energy, with that sense of frustration, then you make that commitment. I commit myself this year to, to do it the best that I can to, to master my behavior and then all those things until, until you get to, to saying something that's very similar to, uh, to become fully enlightened, to become a fully enlightened Buddha. Okay? And use your own words if the, if the term fully enlightened the, the, this just doesn't seem to grab you. Say something that, that, that will make you uh, aspire to something that you feel is real, that you feel is uh, transcendent. Okay. And if you can get to a point where this, this uh, sense of uh, uh, determination is, is, is some palpable thing, some palpable feeling that you can hold on to, then then just stay with that, hold on to it. Okay? And when, when it starts to fade, then go back again. And if, uh, if, it's, if you can go back to that same uh, experience, that same thought, that same memory, that can, uh, if it can build, if it, can, if it has that same ability to build up that uh, sense again, then do it again with that same one. Or choose something else. Or even just keep listing things in your mind. And as you list them, List your own experiences, your, the things that frustrated you, things that you experienced, the things that you heard, and keep, as you're re re remembering and recalling them, and you feel that sense of frustration again, the sense to do something about it. And when you feel it, then you say, then I must, I must, I must be uh, enlightened. Okay? And enlightened may be, not necessarily you become this thing that they're calling a Buddha. It, it could be, you finally realize, maybe, you finally realize there's nothing you can do. Okay, that's that's becoming enlightened. You realize there's, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing that can be done. This enlightenment stuff is just you know, some myth that people created so we can deal with this. So we have to put up with this. If that's the truth, then you will then you will call, go around, and help people realize this truth. Okay, stop trying to reach this thing called Buddhahood. Okay, it's, it's, it just creates more frustration. 
Or maybe you discover that, ah, I understand what this Buddhahood is. I should help others realize what this is. Okay. The thing is, we have to get to the end, to some point that will help us meet with this frustration in a, in a way that is realistic. Okay. And, and the reason I, I'm, I'm stating it in, a, in this very open way is to let your mind have that sense of openness of, of dealing with it so that your mind, so it's not that you're uh, sort of uh, brainwashing your mind to accept there's this thing called Buddhahood that you have no idea what it is. Uh, uh, it, uh, the sense of Buddhahood could be as fake as a statue. Okay. It could be it, it. It could be just as it could. It could be the level of your acceptance, the level of of, of what a Buddhahood is for you, could be just a statue. Okay. And the same way you you deal with a statue is the same way that you're going to be dealing with with this with this thing called Buddhahood. I don't know. Sounds sounds like I'm not being clear. Am I? Uh, you understand? A statue. Well, I, I use the word I use the, uh, I use the word statue because when was the last time you met a Buddha? When was the last time you met a, a, an object and you say, "Oh, that's a Buddha," and they say, "Wow, I'm going to be one like just like that." You saw a statue. You saw a painting. Okay. And the only reason that you that made you uh, have any sense of perhaps any sense of of uh, aspiration towards becoming that is because you were told, oh, by the way, that's a good thing. I mean, somebody could have sold you, you know, the picture of a sock, okay? <laughs> and they say, oh, that's the thing to be. You gotta be the sock, okay? <laughs> Why? If you're the sock, then you can have everybody. I mean, it's definitely the same thing. <laughs> so, I mean, if I told you, since you know what a, what, what a pair of socks, what, 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 is it, what does it do, what's its purpose, if someone were to tell you, if you have to practice, you know, sacrifice your life so you can one day become a pair of socks, they say, I mean, what's the point? But if someone told you, you know, practice so you can become that, all you see is metal or steel and, and that's what you see. And then you are somewhere in your mind, you're, you're ascribing some attribute to that. Okay. It's not, this is, I'm not supposed to say this, but this is a statue. <laughs> okay? I'm supposed to imagine, okay, that's a real Buddha. <laughs> but sorry, my eyes tell me that's a statue. <laughs> And for some of you, I don't know, for, for those of you who are extremely special, I don't know, there's, a, there's somebody there smiling at you and they're laughing at me saying, oh, he thinks that's a statue. But, uh, sorry, that's a statue. <laughs> okay. And for me, what's the difference between that and, I don't know, the statue that somebody else made, that they don't, they don't give the, uh, they don't ascribe, oh, this is some holy thing. There's no difference. I'm just ascribing holiness to this one because I want to believe what this represents. And I have a measure of conviction that there is something that this is, there's something real that this is representing. Okay. 
So when you when you aspire to 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 when you get to that point where you're aspiring to something that will help transcend, it should be something that feels real. If it doesn't feel real, then the energy that will make you practice, the energy that will make you aspire, will be will be very limited. You will, they will you will have. Uh, moments of high energy and, you're, and you seem to be uh, uh, going after something and then you will stop because you have no idea what you're going after. Somewhere in your mind all you know is that you're going after a statue. Statuehood. If Buddhahood is not real for you, no matter how much you brainwash yourself, somewhere in your mind you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna stop. You're not gonna. And if you're wondering why you're not practicing as you, uh, the way you would, the way you think you should be practicing, is because somewhere in your mind you're not convinced that Buddhahood is real. That Buddhahood is something that is worth aspiring after. Okay, come on, state of all perfection. And these are the steps, and you don't want to follow them because you don't believe that this is really the state of all perfection. If I told you, okay, these are the numbers that are actually going to win the lottery, and I list them, since we already have a, a conviction about the lottery, what, what, what we're going to get, if, uh, uh, what is it going to do for us if we get it, then you might pick up those numbers and you, and you go play them. Why? Because you're convinced that it's going to get you the it's going to it's going to you, you're convinced that it's going to get you the lottery, the lotto, the lottery. It can make you the winner, <laughs> okay. right? And you didn't have to, uh, you wouldn't have to uh, bribe yourself, uh, brainwash yourself. I got to play these numbers. It's good for me. I got to play these numbers. It's good for me. No, you already have the conviction there. You find yourself. I mean, probably buy, bought the tickets and then afterwards you'll be like, what, what, did I buy the tickets? So, if, if you don't see yourself practicing the way you should, review what you understand Buddhahood to be. Okay? I mean, realistically. Not just being able to uh, recite the, the definition as it is written in the book. But how you really feel about it, what you really are, what is your level of conviction about about what is Buddhahood? It's like someone, uh, you know, oh, here's everything you want. Is it on it later? I gotta suffer a little bit. <laughs> here's everything you always wanted. Oh, I can't take it now, not now. Right now, I don't want everything I want now. <laughs> That's what Buddhahood is supposed to be. Everything you always wanted. And forget about all the des descriptions connected with it that you, you just uh, are not appealing to you. You know, you get long years because... <laughs> and you get this bump on your head. <laughs> Flat feet, wow. Now the Buddha is supposed to have flat feet. 
<laughs> Perhaps if you think if, if you think that's what Buddhahood is, we get long ears and flat feet. <laughs> Should I really do I really want that? <laughs> okay, you can fly without your flat feet, but still you get flat feet. <laughs> okay. So go back and try to find out what's what's Buddhahood. What is fully what is what does it mean to be fully enlightened? What is it about it that made you have a, some level of interest? Okay. And that's what you, when you get to the, uh, the, the place of frustration, then you make yourself aspire to that. <coughs> I'm frustrated about uh, this, this particular experience. Something needs to be done about it. And then you aspire to what? I aspire to uh, Buddha. What is Buddha again? It is that thing that was said in that book. Uh, that's not really aspiring to Buddha. Okay. The same way when you when you feel hungry, no one has to convince you that you have to eat food. Okay. That conviction is already there. You find yourself looking for food. So. If you have any sense of frustration because of things that are happening to you, because of things that are happening to your loved ones, that should lead automatically to, I've got to get to Buddhahood. Okay. There's nothing else. And whatever is the end of that frustration, whatever will bring the end of that frustration, that's what they're calling Buddhahood. Uh, so, someone wanted to know what will I look like when I become Buddha, a Buddha? Um, if you're going to have flat feet and long ears for the rest of your existence, you, know, you, 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 you should be a bit concerned about it. So you're going to go compromise. Hmm. Can I? I'll take with this little suffering now, or for the rest of my existence, to have flat feet. Hmm. I don't know, I mean, I like the perks and everything, but I don't think I can deal with the flat feet. <laughs> okay. So you want to know, what you, so you want to know what it is. So what are you going to look like when you're, when you're fully enlightened? Whatever you want to look like. <laughs> and that's true, whatever you want to look like. Okay. As a matter of fact, you're not gonna look, you, if you don't want to look like anything, you can look, you, you don't have to look like anything. You don't have to have a look. If you want to have many looks, you can have many looks. It's whatever you want. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, that's the reason that we're in samsara. That's the reason that we keep dragging ourselves in, in, this, in this condition. Because we are after what we want. And we think we can get what this place can give us what we want. That's the only reason that we keep compromising with it. We think it's going to finally give us what we want. Well, we've been trying for a very long time. So far, we don't, get, we don't have what we want yet. So maybe we should try something else. Let's try Buddhahood. <laughs> okay. All right, so... Supposed to get out here at nine, so. <laughs>
know, strengthen that com the commitment, okay? And don't concern yourself about whether or not uh, a particular suffering is worth the label of suffering. <coughs> that it has to be some sort of classic book definition of suffering in order for it to be suffering. If it's bothering you, then it, it, that's this definition of suffering. Okay. Right, so, let's try to get to that space again. supposed to do to get there. So, that, so it's not always some abstract state. tranquility that you experienced earlier, as vividly as you can. And that should give you a taste again of that tranquil state. five cycles of breath to help stabilize it.
focus on that bright presence above your head. Let it be the guide. Let it be you, exactly as you wish to be on the path. Let it be you, exactly how you will be, having fulfilled and achieved, surpassed all the path. Let that image dissolve into a point of light. See and feel it enter your crown. See it descend entering your heart center. Becoming inseparable with your mind. light, the bright presence in your heart center, emanate throughout your body, transforming you into the being that you aspire to be. Let the light emanating from it go out to all those places, to all the beings, destroys it. Helping everyone become the perfect being that they have the potential to be.
gently dedicate the merits of this meditation. Think of the things that you wish to do on the path, the struggles that you wish to overcome, and dedicate its power to help you, to help others that you know who are struggling. Up to the ultimate goal. attention back to your breath. slowly become aware of the body again. of frustration <laughs> and maybe Buddha would be uh, become a reality for you maybe it may stop being a fantasy fantasies are good you know, when you're in shock and trauma you need something to like a bandage but they don't really help because they're not real okay. so maybe Buddha would be real for you as real as your pain <laughs> okay 
Thank 